Hello and welcome to St. Louis City Press, an international friendly. Joining me to talk about St. Louis City's 1-0 win over Toronto and the upcoming game against LAFC is Patrick Stark. Hello. Nathan Halley. Happy birthday, Moan Frere. Thank you. Our man from Hanoi, Chris Hoff. That's right. And Drew. Wagwan. And happy birthday, Phil. Thank you. For an early birthday present, City gave me a one nothing win over Toronto. What did you guys think of that game? For Chris. a late birthday present, I finally bought you a jersey since you've been unwilling to do that yourself. So at the next game, you will match the rest of us. Appreciate it. Charm. After you bought that for me, I felt guilty and bought one for Helen. So we will all be in jerseys. You are a ladies small, right? Uh, yeah. Yep. Good. I like it form fitting. Let me tell you about my watching experience for this game. I was in the middle of nowhere, Illinois. Like not a sponsor. literally you. Right. We talked about this 57 cents GDP. You can't get there on GPS. You have to put somewhere like nearby in the GPS and then just know how to finish it off. Map quest. Uh, <laughs> if you definitely have definitely a sponsor. Uh, yeah. New sponsor map quest. So. Uh, Guys, so, you want to know? You want to know who owns the assets of MapQuest at this point? I can guess. <laughs> <laughs> As I was saying it, if I was thinking, this feels like something Yahoo probably owns. <laughs> beautiful. Okay, so I'm sitting in this lake house, and inside the house, I get about four megabits per second down, which is not enough to stream. If I go to a very certain spot on the deck. I get 50 megabits per second down. Problem is, it's about to rain, maybe. So what I do is I put my phone in a bag on the porch of this lake house, set up hotspot sharing. <laughs> uh, sister of the pod, Abby, brought uh, an Apple TV. We plugged it in, connected. It was still shit. It was still shit, but we were able to watch the game. So that is my dedication, that and the permanent body modification. Can we get the rights to the MacGyver theme song and insert them over Nathan's description of what he just did? Ooh, probably public domain. If we do that, could we, could we please just stop using the, the actual music we use and use that <laughs> instead? Corrections and omissions. Uh, apparently, we sold MapQuest to someone called System One in 2019. All right. Watching experience aside, were you able to pick up some details? Were you able to pick up... You know, there was a goal. It was us shutting them down. No, no. I don't think anyone saw anything. First half, I think, you know, not it ideal. Frustrating. Yeah. frustrating. I mean, they, in like the first couple minutes, they came out with a pretty good shot. Berkey came up with the save. But mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it was scary. We always start off like at any restart, whether it's beginning, half, or after a goal, it's like our minds are just somewhere else. It's I don't, terrifying. I don't, I don't know that that's the narrative this time, Phil, because it was the reverse. <laughs> we played really well in the first couple of minutes of the second half. Do we think Carnell wears that bucket hat during the speeches in the locker room, and so loses the respect of the room? For those who may not have seen, uh, there have been several photos of Coach Carnell wearing various bucket hats over the past week, week and a half to that, the delight of many. Would that mean that like 
in the previous few weeks he's been putting on the bucket hat hat at halftime to give his speech because that's I just a so. strange choice. Yeah. Like they come I, back into the locker room, he pulls it off a hanger, puts it we're on. We're all of us pretty pale, and so I think we can appreciate the need for a bucket hat in a sunny environment. I was recently made aware of a study that says sunscreen itself this is not medical advice because I have not read the study myself. Sunscreen itself may cause more cancer than the sun. I'll come back to that in a future pod. Did RFK Jr. write that study? <laughs> I would just sponsor. like to say that uh, Chris is looking beautifully tanned on my my feed of him right now. I'm in shadow. I'm. Our well, listeners can't see me, but I am lurking in shadow in my recording cave. Okay, so back to soccer. Again, I say this every week. I'm an unsophisticated soccer watcher. So someone who is a more sophisticated soccer watcher than me, explain how we could look so bad against Toronto, a team missing literally like nine players and worse than the league. I, I honestly thought we would beat them 5-0. We were lucky to come out of that one nothing. to be honest. I know we're going to say the second half was better, but it still wasn't that good if we're being honest. It was, it was fine. I don't think we yeah. were lucky. I don't think we were lucky. I think we underperformed, underachieved, and 1-0 is never safe. Any fluke can happen. Bounce, ball bounces off someone's butt and goes in. As we saw uh, last night. Yeah, last night for the U.S. were bailed out by a, a hilarious own goal at the end. So I did not feel comfortable at any point in the game. And I was sitting next to Patrick. I don't know what he, he think. Well, I... I don't think he was that comfortable either, but he let's let's hear what he has to say. But it it was yeah it was not comfortable. But also I don't think they really did much. They looked like a bunch of trapper keepers designed by Lisa Frank. Their best player was a 19 year old Jaquiel Marshall Ruddy who has never scored in the in the MLS. They were a bad team and uh, should have been beaten soundly. But well. You know, results will take the three points. We go again, whatever cliches there are. I do have a theory that sort of circles back to our success as well. Uh, so we knew they were going to be a, uh, they were going to string a lot of passes together because that's what their stat portfolio really says about them. And they did that. And I think that really was effective against the press uh, in the first half, especially. But Here's the theory. You rotate your squad. You don't know who's playing if you're the opposition opposition coach. You have no way to plan against people you've never, you know, seen on on the pitch in any of the the video that you have. And so they just do things that you can't expect. And that is why our rotation has solved so many problems and uh, why our beginning of the season uh, success sort of happened is because nobody had any tape of us. They couldn't prepare for us. They couldn't look at our tendencies. And then you swap the team out for all of these uh, these uh, bench and City 2 guys, and then it's a fresh team that nobody knows anything about. Well, let's talk about the players. Maybe we'll go from back to front. Um, Berkey always solid, but I thought our defensive backs had a good game. I liked Hebert. I liked Watts. What about Yarrow? Yeah, Yarrow and Parker, good, but... I don't no, know. Yara wasn't exceptional. Parker was you doing him up. Parker was was doing some rough play. Got a yellow card, unfortunately. I read but. on Facebook that um Parker was playing like he had his feet in concrete. 
So avoid the Facebooks. I do. Just like, yeah, all the social media stuff is so negative. <laughs> Every time. It's like some people are saying that we cheated and shouldn't win. You know, the people Chris, that are I, saying I, things. I, I appreciate your I appreciate your points, Chris. That I think that that is probably true. Also, at some point I think I read a stat that they had like we had like 140 completed passes and they had over 300 or something red being they like put it up on the screen during the game. So I do have a question though, again, for someone more sophisticated, do you think we were really even playing much of a press that game? There were I times. Think some of our players were pressing Stroud and Indy always press. I didn't think we were getting a lot of Adenarin press as much. I don't as want to seen. say it, but he felt like he was a non-factor that game. He, well, he yeah, had fortunately did. I'm going to say almost two back passes that were sent to him. One, two. Yeah, that That's one true. right before Turnover, one. Yeah. Yeah. That, we got, uh, he had a couple of good opportunities that he was not able to finish. I think we had I think we had several opportunities that we probably wish we could have taken better. There was a it nice was, and, and then that turns act. into a four nothing game. It was said to me by someone um that I won't name, but I was watching the game with my sister. And she said that she felt like maybe a Denneran proved his point and now just like once out. That seems like too much of a story oh to draw gosh. out of one game. That is, yeah. And I thought he was still playing fine. He didn't have any of those runs, though, that like make a difference. Maybe one, maybe one that I can remember. He had one, and I don't think he was. In a like, I just the the flow of the game didn't lend itself to that. Jackson had another awesome game, and the Minnesota fans are feeling very very sad about that. So that's always good. Yeah, happy for him. Man of the match performance, first MLS goal. Lovely pass that from a lot to Watts. Him. Yeah, Watts was a great finish too. Jackson's yeah. finish that was great. What were other good moments in the game? Oh, we should have should had have a penalty. Been a, should a hundred percent should have had a penalty. If that was a penalty last night at the end of the Gold Cup game against the U.S., it absolutely should have been a penalty early on for for St. Louis. I know Drew has feelings. Drew thinks any player should be able to just hand the ball in their in their box. I think. No, I don't think they should be able to to try and to gain an unfair advantage. That's cheating. That's why you can't do it. I do think that, you know, had that ball not hit the Toronto player's hand, it would have been straight at the goalie. And I think giving someone a penalty shot with an 85% chance of scoring is too big a punishment for a minor infraction. As Phil is fond of saying, then it incentivizes trying to have minor infractions or disguised minor infractions. But I don't think, was, I mean, I don't see how you can balls. think that was intentional when a ball whipped at you, hits your hand. Right. The rules don't require it to be intentional is all. And we can argue well, with the rules. I, but, yeah, no, the rules, the rules are fine. If they had given us a penalty, I would have been like, that makes sense. I wouldn't have protested. Obviously, I am hoping we get some, something on the, from the ref thingy that Phil likes. MLS Pro YouTube channel. I think I think they'll give that a call out as should have been overturned. We'll see. They came out with something today from like the New England game saying that like they completely like they said a goal was offsides and in the game and came back today and said, no, it should have been a goal like that. They 
totally screwed up in the game missed. So hmm. that was nice to see. I mean, nice to see the openness of of the refereeing organization. Other players with performances we liked that game. Tim I like I like the Alm the, substitution. Oh. Tim Parker had the highest pass completion percentage on the team, which is not unusual for a center back who often you know passes it to the other center back and pad his stats that way. But also, Tim Parker loves a you know a speculative ball upfield, and so that can really drop his numbers. So to lead the team in an affair like this one uh, where we didn't have that many passes with pass completion percentage seems to really just debunk the whole concrete shoes thing. I'd like to see Alm start next game. Am I misremembering? Did he have that? Did he have the long pass down to Nico that Nico settled and didn't turn into a goal, but it was exciting. It's possible. Maybe there so there was a vintage back pass or vintage pass from the other team inexplicably going to one of our forwards. Nice to have one of those back. Um, but Nico and play him again, both shot directly at the goalie from point blank range. And that was kind of a bummer in that game. Uh, finishing was not clinical except our boy Aladdin AZ in my mind he is now the preeminent az for me his goal was placed perfectly he knew what he was doing and he and pinpoint accuracy to go to the other side of the keeper that was really nice finish loved it but just sort of very minor like just slightly disagree with you uh for nico's shot early in the first half 18th minute expected goals from shots like that one point or point one six, uh, so doesn't come off very often. Sixteen percent is like sixteen percent is pretty pretty good, right? Yeah, you want your your starting striker to be burying chances with a sixteen percent. I, I think know, the difference the difference difference between that one and what Aladdin did was he just blasted it, just leathered it, and whereas. AZ's was placed, seemed more intentional at the finish. Yeah, I mean, it's just sort of different situations. The ball's, you know, rolling. He doesn't really have control over it. He's getting too close to the goalkeeper. He needs to release the ball or the opportunity is going to pass him by. The post-shot XG on Nico's shot was 0.42. So I don't know what that really means, but one interpretation might be that it's it was a, a half-decent shot. He didn't, you know, fluff it. He didn't. Yeah. He put yeah. it on, you know. Yeah. Agreed. It wasn't a it wasn't a a glaring miss, but it was a good chance that wasn't taken. St. Louis City did come out of that game with three big chances missed, according to fotmob.com. Do we know what that stat means? No. It means they had a they had a guy with a pad of paper and a pencil who just just making uh just making a mark every time there was a shot that he thought should have been a goal maybe maybe it's like more than 15 percent chance of scoring or something because i'm looking at nico's chance in the first half adenarin's chance right at the end of the first half and then celio's chance in the 85th minute all with a 15 percent chance to be scored or more let's say that's what it is that sounds good okay yeah, sounds good. Those would be the um, three big chances missed in my mind. 
No, oh, I don't know. There's the one where Stroud like just skyrocketed it over the net. I mean, that wasn't, you know, it was from quite a distance. I think it was but... saved, wasn't it? Was it saved? Well, that's what Toronto was no. doing in that first half. No. All their chances were long range efforts. Berkey made a couple of decent saves, but it, he would, you know, it w- you'd be shocked if he was beaten from that kind of range. And it seemed like then we were sort of sucked into that too. It's just so appealing to just try to blast it from 30 yards away. Um, and it's not a very, those were not good shots and they were skied over a couple of by Perez. Yeah. He likes a, a field goal every once in a while, doesn't he? Yeah. He should probably stop shooting the ball. Even the goal he scored. If you think back, it, it was, it had that same trajectory. He was just like six inches from the goal line. <laughs> had he been 10 <laughs> yards back, it would have been that exact same thing. Yeah. Only Gary should be allowed to do that <laughs> because no, nope, I'm going to say Gary needs to stop it also. As we will, as we will come to, I'm predicting that in LAFC, Gary to get off the mark with a log ranger. What did you think about his performance in the Toronto game? I forgot he was on the field. I think that he's out of position. Like people are getting pushed out of position a lot. Sometimes it works like Hebert at left back, I think has worked very well, but I don't think Gary playing sort of narrow on the right is, uh, has yielded much in these last two games. Patrick, did you listen to the Carnell conference, press conference? Maybe. I have to see. Did I? I? Give, me talked, a, give me a prompt. He Remind about, me. He talked about, I think he talked about switching moving from a in the second half, diamond. moving from a diamond to a two, two sixes, two tens. There you go. That's what I'm, that's what I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah. Box yeah. instead of a diamond. Yeah, yeah. Switching. Yeah. So basically running a four two 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 in the second half. So Which yeah, potentially yeah. I think, you know, smarter minds than us, namely Carnell, would attribute some of the improvement in the second half to that change. I was playing Which, diamond and football manager. I do like Stroud and Alm wide though. Yeah. Alm needs to start next game. He, I think he's proven that he's ready to be back in that role. What do you think yeah. about the lineups? For the LA game, I suspect it's going to be pretty different. You think? Uh, I, I thought this Leuven, one was going to be different. Leuven gets in there. I think he does. Yeah, Leuven's back. Yeah, I he think. Uh, I think Bunt Cake starts. Don't Whoa. think that. I don't do think that. Think Bunt Cake starts. But I don't actually it, think that. But I think Eddie Lyons has to at least come off the bench because why else would they take him to Hot Ronto and Los Angeles? On this well, road. then is Nilsson going to play? Because they've done the same to Nilsson. Mm. Really? I didn't, see a pic- I didn't see a picture of him in the surf. Is he in there somewhere? Let me look back. Do we think... I mean, I think you still have to play Jackson, right? He's he's on a bit it's of like a run. It's undroppable at this point, I think. It's interesting. I think Carnell still talks about him needing to grow some defensively. Can I say something about what I noticed uh, from the Toronto game it's with regards to his first and his second half? Um, I think uh, he made a, a slight adjustment. I don't know if it was Carnell or somebody telling him at halftime to do it or if he just realized it on his own. But in the first half, especially early in the first half, uh, he would receive the ball and then he'd be very sort of deliberate and plodding and slow with it. But then in the second half, as soon as he received the ball, he would make an explosive movement in one direction or the other. And uh, that sort of explosiveness was not something I'd seen from him before. And that very simple change, I think, could have 
huge positive impact on his game, just uh, giving him the space to do what he likes, which is look upfield and, and carry the ball. Um, and showing a little bit of a change of pace, I think, was very effective for him and, and could uh, reward him further in the future. That's all. I think there are about seven guys in that picture that could be Nilsson. <laughs> So, so could Pedro be there for all we know? <laughs> look, look, I'm not great at like sort of a a large section of the team. I I'd be I would like to, to see... separate Pedro and Nelson at this point. I think. So I think Celio starts again. And Ooh, I'd like um, to see that. I, I I think Stroud Let's Stroud out then. Stroud can be rotated out at this point. Yeah, I he think. needs a break. Blome is on four yellow cards. Do we give him a break? He didn't have the best game. No, he should get one get more yellow. He should get he should get one more yellow oh, card so he can miss this Miami game. Good point. Bot Bob mm, has yeah. him rated as the highest player in the game. Yeah, that was I saw that, which was interesting. Highest? What does that mean? Blome. Blome. Like the best player. Those oh, are just best idiots too. Best player makes sense. Highest. It's like I Pretty sure he was it's a little presumptuous. Sober. I mean, I think he played. I don't think he played fantastic as judged against like his own level. Yeah. You know, like it was not right. as well as good know. as we've Every, seen him play. I had I had a lot of anxiety during that game, and it was much less whenever Blom was involved. Just, just it's like it's like you're your house burnt down and Blom is the firefighter who puts a blanket around you. I got to get out of here guys. Sorry to intervene. Um, uh, hit us go. with a, hit us with a prediction for LAFC. Three, two city. Ooh. I think Nilsson is in this picture based on my cross referencing. Our man from Hanoi going to go run the streets of Hanoi. Chris, thanks for joining. Thanks. Talk to you after Friends, LAFC always game. a pleasure. Can you leave yeah, your computer up so that it'll upload? Yes, thank you. Wait, but you need him to no, just it's fine. mute yourself. Ooh, Ostrak. I think I'd like to see Ostrak get a start. Celio. Celio, um, Ostrak. Owen um, O'Malley. So you just want an entire bench. No, game. no, I think Against I want to see. LAFC widely regarded as the best team in Major League Soccer. I feel like I'm, so one, no. I think that's Cincinnati or Nashville right now. Two, I'm just naming the team that was our starting team three weeks ago. Like, I'm just saying, <laughs> oh, we're going to rotate back to what three weeks ago we thought was the best team. Ostrak kind of, hasn't started in a I'm long kind of, time. I'm kind of with Nate in a lot of this. I think we need to rotate. I don't think LAFC are the best. I think they, they're, you know, I wouldn't say we're favored like we were in the Toronto game. We're playing at LAFC. It's going to be tough. Um but I, I think we need to rotate. The guys that I would like to see stay in are Stapa and Watts and uh, Aladdin Jackson. Everyone else I'm I fine would, with moving it a little bit. And yeah, Hebert. I agree. I, I, would have to, Hebert. I would hate to see us get rid of any of those three. Yeah, I'd like to have Hebert stay on the left. Um, or four if you include Hebert. Yeah. just But, uh, you know, it, it would be nice to see some of these guys that we – know and love like Alm and Ostrak. I bet Parker starts, but Yarrow sits. I think Bartlett Yarrow will comes sit back out. I think Yarrow will sit and Bartlett will play center back again. I agree with that. Hebert, Hebert still probably starts again. 
Nerwinski will start. I think Nerwinski yeah. will start, and likely all four of those will play the entire game. Yeah, midfield, so midfield though, definitely I mean, gets Blum. more complicated, right? Blum. So kind of I think Blum. you definitely see Blum and Alm. Blum and Alm. Mm-hmm. Who do you have out left? You kind of just sometimes throw Indy wherever you've got a spot, which is detrimental well, to him, but it happens. So maybe do you have a Ostrak left? And I want to see Indy back up in that 10 position. But, I mean, so maybe you go box. You go box. Good box it. See, I'm thinking diamond. But with Alm, you really want – could you go like a – Right. Uh, like a – do you have to be symmetric? Could you have a left box, right diamond? <laughs> I thought you were talking <laughs> about the – called a rhombus. I thought you were, is that a uh, rhombus? Name of I the think, episode definitely needs to be left box, right diamond. I thought you were talking about the Bloom and Onion from Outback Steakhouse, but you said <laughs> blob and all. <laughs> Speaking um, of steakhouses, my wife and I uh, had our, today is our 13th wedding anniversary, but we went out to dinner last night. New sponsor 801 Chop House in Clayton was delicious. Dropped four bills sponsor. on that place. I think you've said this one before. No, no, that was the not the courtesy diner. No, it was nice. Something new. And I get those two confused all the time. (laughs) Anyway, it was delicious. Highly recommend if you're looking for a a special night out with your fella or lady. But don't expect in. Yeah, don't expect any of these places to sponsor our podcast. You need to pay them for the meal. Yeah, they did actually give us a free dessert though, since it was our anniversary. So that was nice. And not because you have a podcast. It was for your 13th wedding anniversary. No, but okay. So the bartender who is behind us would not stop talking about how much he loves the soccer team, how he has season tickets, all this stuff. I so desperately wanted to take my shirt off and show him my city tattoo. And it made me realize I should have gotten it. I've got this open spot on my forearm. It would have been perfect. Instead, I got it on my back where no one can see it. So I might need to get another another one. one. Yeah, possibly. Possibly. All right. Did you get this guy's number? Are you going to see him at the game? No, no. Because I, I didn't get anything from the bar. It's just eavesdropping. Also, they did, have the, they did have the Gold Cup game on, and I kept leaning back and l- looking to see the score. And then at one point, the lady sitting at the bar between me and the TV just stared at me. And so I had to stop. That game went on so long, though. We got home, and I still had like a lot of soccer that I watched. Anyway, right. I think it's a, I think it's a box, probably a box. But you, you could have Alm up front. They sometimes put him up as a forward. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not sure you don't rotate a Denneran out. Like, if, uh, I think a Denneran does get rotated out. Maybe probably. a Celio Alm up front. Man, now Nico, I'm just describing like you a rotating bad team. Nico. Yeah. No, you leave Nico like I, I up think, top. We used to do that. I think that. you leave Nico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like a one, two, 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 four. That's yeah, too many players. Four, two, 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 one, one, two, two, two. Well, if we did that though, we'd probably win because we'd have some extra guys. Might take them a while to catch on. A one, two, two, one, four. All right. So, I think that's LAFC have both of their most frequently starting center backs out. Aaron Long is with the U.S. national team, who somehow are still in this tournament, the the Gold Cup, and uh, Jesus. Um, Mario is injured and but I don't know how much comfort that gives me because I don't really know when Giorgio Chiellini 
gets played or doesn't get played. This is, is the guy who is uh, who is the decorated Italian defender who you've doubtless seen in World Cups, you know, remonstrating. That's kind of his key move. Uh, but he is very good, and it doesn't. I can't really tell when he plays and doesn't play. So both of their starting center backs are out, but who knows? Maybe he'll be. Playing. Did we learn nothing though from this Toronto game where the ninety percent of the team was out, and a home game is still like the home team is just so gosh darn favored in this weird league? Like LAFC could be starting. I don't know. No, LAFC are a better team than Toronto. I think oh, we absolutely. I, I think we Toronto were well well beaten by us, but it was not very comfortable because we never got that second. LAFC, I think, is known to have a strong supporter section, hard stadium to go into and play. Have we talked about how it's weird that LA has two teams? Like, what would cause you to be an LAFC fan? I guess if you like disliked David Beckham. Well, I, I was. I'd, I'd probably be an LAFC fan. I'd probably be an LAFC fan because the LA Galaxy uh, flouted the financial rules and had their president suspended for a year, and they're yeah, bad. Ricky Ricky Pooge is a beautiful man. He's played. He played a great game, or two games. Maybe he's played a great two games, and I think he is a great player. But I don't know that it's been it's been a bad season. I just so like if you think about Liverpool, okay, you've got two. You've got Liverpool and Everton. And you're probably a fan of one of those teams because of something that happened a hundred years ago that involved sectarianism or something. I just struggle with like, how do you choose a team in a city with two new teams? Where would, well, the LA galaxy aren't new. I think they're. No, they were original, but still they're not hundred years old. 1996. But yeah, I think it matters what neighborhood you live in. Where do the. LA is a big city. What stadium does LAFC play in? Let's see if Google is just smart enough. It's probably just like jersey color, right? I can just type in LAFC to LA Galaxy. They are 12 miles apart. Which in LA, I think, is about six hours. <laughs> Could be. Could be. All right. When I was a child, we were living in Washington, D.C. We went to the Orioles a lot. And once DC had a team, we went to that team just because. Well, sure, you, but that's two why different do you, why do you, But why do you want to? Yeah, but they're they're close. Like, why do you want to drive an extra an extra 40 minutes that you don't have to drive? I think it's kind of the same thing. I think also you should have a critical mass of residents where, you know, you can pull off having two teams and enough of them will say, I like this new team. I mean, it, it happens in baseball. It's happening in. I, f- I feel like you're not seeing like a lot of new baseball teams in cities where there's already a baseball team. If anything, it's going the other direction. There's really only three cities where this is possible: New York, L.A., Chicago. No one else past that is going to get two teams. It's, how do you how do you determine if you're a New York FC or a Red Bulls fan? Well, there's I, San Francisco. I have that exact same question. San Francisco and Oakland. Yeah, and they're losing. They're losing their team. I think there it's whether you're in New Jersey or in New York for the Red Bulls versus the. Sure, sure. Um, and I mean, anyway, East Bay versus not East Bay on Oakland, San Francisco. There's a divide there. Yeah, That's I mean, that geographical, might, cultural. That might as well be like Canada versus Germany. North Los Angeles versus South Los Angeles, I guess. 
All right. LAFC, uh, Buanga, I believe, is a danger man. Danger he man. One of their forwards. Is. Carlos Vela, danger man. Who did not start in the game against San Jose, meaning he will be fresh as a daisy coming in on Wednesday. Um, Buanga, tell me if this is correct. According to Fatmam, he has played both on the left and right wing. Well, are we, I don't know if we're getting into transfers, They, but they uh, tr- traded, although I don't know for what. I think they sold him for money. They sold one of their... So they one of their strikers, Apoku, uh, to Montreal. So and I think that and that guy had, had a lot of goals for LAFC. Uh, Sixty, uh, well, actually, only only nine league goals. So maybe he didn't have that many, but he'd been on the team for three years. So they sold a, one of their uh, starting strikers, and I think they have the depth. Buanga and Vela are pretty good, and then they have Mateusz Bogush, whose name is really fun to say. Moving on to our next segment, should we talk about St. Louis's activity during the transfer window? Okay, moving on. Only if you want to hear a Limp Bizkit joke that no one has laughed at yet. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, we definitely do. <laughs> I have an employee who is going to a music festival next week that is being headlined by Limp Bizkit. Oh, God. You're on mute, Nate. You should definitely put that person on a performance improvement plan. <laughs> no, you can't. You, I mean, you can't people's musical taste against them i think in some cases you can bush and guar are also going to be there (laughs) oh that's awesome okay that's awesome all right no this is a good time any of those bands could be headlining Uh, to be fair the biscuit is like one of the anyway all right hit us hit us with that um wait let me come up with a limp biscuit pun is it going to involve break stuff Another one of their songs, uh, or perhaps can, get rolling, rollin', get rolling rollin with your air raid vehicle, <laughs> biscuit joke, or urban assault vehicle. Oh, by, oh yeah, a hot Sorry. dog flavored water. Yeah, but Phil, say that again. I'll, I'll do it. Uh, can you get us rolling with that limp biscuit joke? What, like what you did there, Phil. So we've been linked with these two players, Conrado, the uh, Brazilian left back who plays in Poland, and. Uh, a Icelandic winger slash striker who plays in the Belgian second division. His name is what I can only assume is pronounced Nook V Thorison. And I um, said, hashtag all for the Nook V. And then when no one laughed at that, I, I said it again. <laughs> Surefire <laughs> way to, to get the laugh. And, and now I'm on the podcast recording it for no for even fewer people it lands better with you able to pronounce it out loud yeah for sure um yeah no we've done nothing with the transfer window those are rumors maybe something will happen but i gotta i I, there are a couple things um from the transfer window so luis amaria who's the uh striker for minnesota fc who scored the winner against us when we lost our first ever game has been sold to Mazatlan in Mexico, so he's gone to make room for another Icelandic player, Temu Puki, uh, who is actually you know pretty big deal because he scored a lot of goals uh, for a really bad team, Norwich in the in the English Premier League, who were relegated. Um, so he's a pretty good player, and he's and he played in the Euros for Finland. Uh, and oh, and then um, yeah, we aforementioned the Apoku thing to Montreal and. 
nothing really involving St. Louis City. But it's like, you know, having having AZ Jackson, Akil Watson, Josh Yarrow, who've been on the team the whole season but hadn't played, now look like they're all all-stars, essentially, has been better than what I would have thought we could have achieved from this transfer window. And like next year's transfer window, I think you could, if if Jackson keeps it up, you could see him being sold to a no. European team. Boo. No, I'm just saying, like that. if he keeps growing, he's on a path he, to be a star. He's young. Sure. So predictions? Yeah. Uh, Chris had 3-1 City, is that right? Or was it 3-2? 3-2, I believe. And this is going to, it's going to be tough. Going in, I th- you know, L.A. has had a rough patch for the past few games, uh, not doing as well, certainly as well as they started out, um, dealing with their fixture congestion, playing in, making uh, deep tournament runs and all that. But uh, I think uh, playing in L.A. is definitely going to be difficult for us. You got a score to back that up? But I will always assume that we are going to win. I'm going to say we're going to win 3-1. I will not always say we're going to win. I'm going to go 2-2 draw. I'm going to give us the... W- I would consider that a moral victory. I'm going to give us the 1-0. I was I watched the end of the game over at Patrick uh, and Elaine's place, and um, uh, San Jose had their goalie sent off in the 62nd minute for touching the ball outside the box with his hands and um they were so they were down to 10 men for almost half an hour and managed to hold out lafc for a 1-1 draw with lafc on also that was on the road that was at la so i think um they're not invincible i think we can take them i'm gonna give it to city one nil nate what you got for us one one draw 85th minute goal from surprise sub nilson whoa wow Corner kick. Made all the stranger because he's a center back. Yeah, off a corner Ooh, kick. Parker. That was the first goal of the season. Corner kick, yeah, 85th minute. Enough. He's going to put one away. Um, no matter what the outcome, we will still be ahead of LAFC in the table, on no, the that's table, so, that's amongst beautiful. the table, within the table. Any, yeah, all around it. Phil, did you have something about Mr. Watts? We were workshopping some nicknames, you know, Watts. We've got a number of metric units we could go for. I was voting for Giga slash Jiga. Um, I think, you know, Mega, Kilo, all options. I loved it, If he has a bad game, Millie. Pico, you know, depends. Oh, no. That's a real bad game. We haven't seen that. I'm not saying we will ever see that. That's quite the rage. I um, really loved this when the moment you suggested it, Phil, and I I think we can retcon it by saying he was megawatts against San Jose and uh, kilowatts against uh, Colorado and we're at Giga. I think that's a natural progression. All right. I'm hopeful we see him again this game. I'm hopeful we see Alm see some, some goals. I'm hopeful we get a win and prove me wrong. We'll find out Wednesday night. Gentlemen been a pleasure go city adios all for the nookie i mean all for city <laughs>